la 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 shut up Welcome, everyone, to the very first episode of the Half Alive podcast. We are the Law and Law Brothers. My name is Law. And my name is Law. And we're coming to you from the mean streets of Schenectady, New York, the place where we grew up, thought we'd escape from, and wound up returning to when our dreams didn't quite come true. Law and I are 60-year-old twins <laughs> <laughs> with more than a few career, financial, and size challenges. Our podcast is for people like us who spent their youth chasing big dreams and unfortunately were unable to catch them. But the two of us share a relentless hope that we can salvage some fraction of our life's goals. That's right. We hope that we can help others who are transitioning to old age like us with lives uh, not exactly fulfilled. Yeah. So... A little background and me and my brother. The first thing people invariably ask us law is what? <laughs> Why are you called the law brothers? <laughs> Why don't you all, have real names? All of our fans follow us around Schenectady. Yep. <laughs> Actually, everybody in Schenectady knows why we're called the law brothers. But yes. Let's share and tell everyone the story. Well, my brother Law and I were two little fat twins at St. Felitio School in uh, Schenectady, sixth grade, remember? And I guess mm-hmm. we were like just working, we were just singing something together and we'd actually harmonized and. We were in, we were, yeah, we were, we were in school and we, yeah. we were in the, I remember the big, tall, echoey rooms and yeah. the big old doors. And we liked the way we sounded. We liked the way it sounded. Yeah. And we did it in secret because we were a little, um, we were bullied when bullying, being bullied wasn't cool. Yep. <laughs> so, so we were in secret and we're, we're singing. Oh, holy night, la, 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 la. And our, we were harmonizing. It was mm-hmm. really nice. It was like a nice little It was beautiful, moment. I'm sure. And in comes, what was her name? I don't know, Sister Mary Sister Tarantula Mary, or something. Hang of my, hang of you if I kill you. Yeah. Um, and she's, oh, what lovely boy. I didn't know you two. Yeah, she was actually kind of nice, though, Locke. I mean, for mm, a nun. So. I know, but I was so scared. So we were really happy that someone gave us a little recognition because mm-hmm. in our family there was a lot of us and and uh, we were the least of a lot of least <laughs> people <laughs> so anyway she and, insisted that we do um this duet on oh holy night for the uh for the christmas concert the choir christmas even though we weren't in the choir right and we were we were really excited about it because we mm-hmm. you know it was our big moment but we wanted to keep it a big secret because we knew we'd be teased if anybody yeah. found out and anyway so it was just like a really great thing so the night comes mm-hmm. we somehow i don't know how we got dad to come but he yep. came our dad Damn. was a very interesting character which we'll get into um but you know our big moment comes and mm-hmm. you know the, the, she came out and introduced us that we're coming and the band started you know very quietly holy night and we kind of waddle out to the microphones <laughs> <laughs> and somehow the lyrics managed to escape both <laughs> And, I mean, I look out and I see dad like my dad was a little bit of a philanderer and he's like leaning over the seat talking to bit. some woman. Yeah. Our grandmother was there probably in her 80s at that point, like Sound sleeping. Yeah. Our mother was like like catatonic Can't. staring at the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And I. <laughs> yeah. So we're like, la, 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 la. la, la. We got the melody la, right now. We got the melody kind of right. We weren't quite on key, nor nor did our 
<laughs> Nor did our our uh, harmonizing work out quite the way we expected. But and what do little boys do too when they get nervous? I started to hold my pee pee. Yes, and I start sweating like a little round thing that I was. And, and anyway. Yeah. So we went through life being called the Law Brothers because of of that. And part of that was perpetuated by our father, who was deeply ashamed of us for humiliating us in front of all these people while he was hitting on the woman next to us while he was sitting next to our mother. Right. So, you know, and was a night talked about for many years, we became forever and ever the Law Brothers. And here we are at age 60 still talking about it. The school is not open anymore. It's not even up anymore. They they demolished it. down. Well, yeah. the, we didn't have anything to do with it, Law. Let's let's not <laughs> let's not send any any attention our way. And then, uh, so we are we are the Law Brothers. My um, brother-in-law lives in the basement, so he's basement Law, and I live in the attic of our three-story ramshackle house. So I am attic Law, and uh, uh, I'm basement Law. And in the middle apartment, when we're lucky, we rent it out to indigents for mm-hmm. cash only. Yep, uh, we inherited this from our. Our grandma, mm-hmm. the last we, of the survivors. Um, well, I guess we should say, you know, we didn't even talk about why we're doing this podcast. Yeah, so we did. We, well, we kind of. Well, I guess we did. We didn't explain like who we are. Well, that's you true. have to tell them who we are. We just told them about our childhood. You know, we are were we were chased. We chased our dreams mm-hmm. the best we could. I was an actor. And my talented brother was a is a writer, but Thank we you. never were successful enough to actually make a living. Right. But so, we've decided to redefine that so that we aren't exactly failures, right? Because right. you don't make a living at something doesn't mean you're a failure as a writer. It just means you didn't make a living at it. <laughs> I wish I could say the same thing as an actor, but <laughs> you're you're kind of you're kind of right. That's true. Yes. And and I did work. I did work. Right. You worked lots. You had my brother. I'm going to brag about my brother now because he had parts on TV. I have the real. He has on soap operas. He was on. Uh, he had lots of sitcom bit parts, and he was on stage a few times. And uh, how many people from Schenectady, especially coming from families like ours, where we were encouraged to do nothing, uh, would actually pack up their bags, go to Los Angeles, and get regular work? And how many people would do the same like you who went to New York to become a writer? Yeah. But anyway, so we, we chased these dreams and chased them. And they got to a certain point when we had to say, you know, maybe it's time to go live with Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't everybody say that? You know, but Tom Hanks we, said that at some point in his career law. But we, we did come back to Schenectady and we, we, we were sad for many years and we decided finally we're not going to live that way anymore you know right. we did the best we could we there's a lot of people like us out there there must be who chased dreams didn't come true and we don't want to slide into our old age full of regrets and anger and sadness we want to kind of keep our creativity alive and deal with survival jobs and everything with a good attitude so that we don't die Sad and bitter, and well, we probably die broke. Law, let's face it. I mean, that's probably <laughs> the way it's going to be. But we don't have to die broke yeah. and bitter. But we don't have to have survival jobs that we we absolutely that torture. <laughs> that are torture, right? Or, or, or if we do have an unfortunate job, like we do right now, we have jobs we do not like. We have to find ways to make them more tolerable and leave room in our life for creativity exactly so our goal now is despite everything to look forward and 
How shall we look forward, La? Well, with eyes wide open. <laughs> Which is why we've come up with a game we call, Was It Us or Was It Them? And the reason for this game is? Um, this is where we call up a career failure and try to decide if it was our fault, in which case we accept the blame and try to move on. Uh, yeah, and, and, and if we agree it wasn't our fault, we can let ourselves off the hook and wallow in the satisfaction that it was beyond our control. And then, here's the key, move, move on. on. Yes, we move encourage on. you to write us with your experiences, and we'll judge you publicly. So, La, why don't you start, because you can cough up a good gob of failure for us. All right. This is a very, 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 very long story, which I'm not going to make it long. I'm going to make it quick. Make it quick, La. Quick, 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 so, little bunny. Like my brother said, I was on a lot of TV shows, a mm. lot of like Frasier. I was on Golden Girls. I was on uh, ER. You know, I didn't have big parts. And I usually had one or two lines here. But, you know, enough to keep me going. Right. So there was a pilot that I got cast in with the legendary actress Kim Hunter. <laughs> a pilot? Kim Hunter, right, a TV pilot. It was going to be like a ripoff of, um, of uh, what's that cruise ship? Uh, uh, love boat, love boat. It was me like a ripoff of love boat. So, so and you, Kim Hunter. For those of you who don't know, she was Stella in Streetcar Named Desire. Mm-hmm. With Marlon Brando. She was like a classic actress, and and she was also in Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Planet of the Apes, which we were not allowed to talk about. When I was cast, that everyone got a memo. Do not talk to Miss <laughs> Hunter about Planet of the Apes. Oh, la! They practically okay. fed you, didn't they? <laughs> so, I had a fantastic part. It was very. It was the biggest thing I've ever done. I didn't have a lot of lines. I had one scene with one line, but I was with her. I was. I was. She was this grand dame who lived on the ship, and I was her. I guess it was like a butler. So I was in all the scenes, but I just stood silently right next to her, giving her support and strength and coffee when she needed it. So all these (laughs) scenes, I was there. I was so excited that I was actually going to be in the whole show. So we had to film the last scene first. It was the first time I met her, and it was just like really exciting. And and, and again, hanging over the set was, do not mention Planet of the Apes. So this scene was, the last scene in the movie was very, very emotional, mm-hmm. and she had to cry about some bad news that she got, and at the very end, she would lean her head on my shoulder and touch my hand and thank me for being her friend. Aww. So we did this scene, and everything's quiet, and the last take, she does it, and she touches my hand, and I say... Get your filthy hands off me, you stupid, stinking ape. And I thought <laughs> everybody For would the laugh. Love oh, Jesus. we broke the tension. I just thought, I thought, you know, first day, and from then on, we'll all be friends. Well, not. <laughs> Didn't happen. Yours truly got thrown off the set. He lost his agent. Oh, God. Never worked with that casting director again. I got thrown out of her agent's office for trying to apologize for hundreds of dollars of roses that I bought her. (laughs) Turned out she was allergic to them. Nice job. (laughs) So we are bringing this up. We are bringing this great shame up because... We have to decide. Was it Ma's fault or was it... 
we do but i just want to finish that that these are the things that keep you awake at night as you get into old age and i don't want to hang on to this memory so once and for all what is it law was it law's fault or kim hunter's fault well law i am the judge and jury here and so i can come down on both sides I would say like 90% you because you have the trouble with impulse control and they told you specifically and, and you did. <laughs> it was like, remember when dad would say, if I hear one more word out of you two fat little girls, I'm going to slap you to the next, into the next week and we'd go, word. Because <laughs> we couldn't, we got we just, yeah, that was you with Kim Hunter. You had, out of us. you had uh, no real reason to, um, to, um, you know, uh, project your father to Kim so I was just reliving childhood memory. I think so. But because of that, I'm also thinking, you know, it, there's a little bit of a class issue here, right? If it had been somebody, like some drop-dead gorgeous actor, if it had been some famous actor who had that part um, and made a joke about her being in Planet of the Apes, right, they they all would have burst out laughing. It might, it might it, and even if it went over, you know, like a bomb, uh, like a lead balloon, they still would have just, you know, ignored it and gone out. But because you were a nobody, right? It ruined your entire career because... The, well, you know, at least for two years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good Lord, La. <laughs> so... This I, makes I, me I, love you even more. So what are we saying? We're saying that I should just... You need to let it go. Let it go. Yep. And because... And, okay. Remember, Jesus and said, go forth, and, <laughs> go forth and sin no more, La. That's the one thing I remember from Catholic school. So try to, you know, control the impulses. Well... <laughs> is that like okay. try to control your intake of jerky <laughs> jerky <laughs> hamburgers all right mr full of advice let's, all right uh, well let's turn the tables and let's talk about one of your career career failures oh, there's so many to choose from law but remember when i got to new york i was just so naive i managed to i just walked into people's offices i managed to uh, get an interview with an agent who took me on because he liked my proposal. He managed to sell the idea to, uh, I think it was Random House, and uh, it was a book about famous crimes, um, famous murders in Gloversville, New York, which is a city not too far from here. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I guess it's just God protects fools and children because I didn't know what I was doing in there. I got a book contract. And the book That's got amazing on its own. It is. It got published. I made actual royalties. Remember, at the time it was like you know, over a thousand dollars once in a while, and I got my first paid gig as a speaker at a historical society in Staten Island. <laughs> I might have been a little late for it because I didn't understand how that stupid ferry worked. I'm from Schenectady, you know, and um, so I might have shown up a little bit, you know, flustered and a little bit uh, sweaty. Explain what happens when you get flustered. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, there's it's like the waterworks turns on and um, I start humala humala humala, you know. It's a family thing. We sweat and we stammer. Yeah. Well, you grab your, you know. And I grab my pee Because you have to, yeah, because you, you immediately have to pee. But um, I... Uh, start finally get myself together well it was like the old, these old men at the historical society it was like they were seventh graders it's like they smelled fresh <laughs> blood and they every word out of my every third word out of my mouth they would start disagreeing with me and <laughs> <laughs> they're gloversville and experts they're Glover in yeah staten I, island i know i know they knew everything about gloversville murders in staten island but you know they probably did because these men had nothing else to do and you know, corrected me and, um, you know, argued every single point and they laughed when I would say, you know, make a statement. Finally, 
you know, usually I, I just go into my, you know, I've, I'm, I'm a total loser mode and, you know, slink out of there. <laughs> right? oh, Turned into no. like the Wicked Witch of the West. I started, I did this like screaming queen route. <laughs> you dear, you think you're, and I. Didn't you I, threaten to kill somebody? Well, I may have. <laughs> I just went to, you know, Laha, when you're like push, you just every imaginable mean thing you can say. I talked about his mother. I said his father was probably, you know, (laughs) G-A-Y, which is ironic, considering both of us. Um, And and hypocritical anyway. And I I went after, I said, you probably don't have any children because you can't get it up. And I was just, I just (sighs) went for every imaginable. And I was, but I was screaming at him. I sounded like a hysterical queen. And um, I had to be escorted <laughs> out of the historical society. When have those words ever been spoken, La? I had to be escorted out of the historical society. <laughs> verbally abusing. Well, the, this is attendees. a tough one, too. I think the audience is going to recognize a theme. You think, La? Um, well, La. <laughs> Let's see. Whose Let fault, La? Put a La? positive spin on this. Was it them? Or was it me? La, I think it was you. I used to think Wah. differently, but I don't think you were ever as honest with me as you were now <laughs> with exactly what happened. Oops. You kind of left out all the stuff. It was Here's what I heard. Oh, I went there, and they were, they were just so mean to me, and no one would listen. And, and finally, I just, just, just packed my stuff up, and I left. Well, that was technically yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. I think they should not have been so rude to you. But again, like me, the impulse control certainly would have helped you out. That's true. And again, oh boy, is it time to let it go? What would have happened if that went smoothly? Well, I would have gotten more gigs. I got ripped a new one by my agent. Uh, The publishing company was not happy with me. And it was was very hard to get me other gigs, (laughs) meaning none. Well, let's just let yourself off the hook for the for the impulse control and you were right. young and they certainly should have been so rude. And when is it time to let it go? Let's say it's totally like both of these, which they are, both of our farts with fault. Farts. When is it <laughs> both <laughs> which is what they were in our life. They certainly were. But when's it time to let these things go? I think now, La, we're if starting it's our now, it's our first right. podcast. It's our first right. podcast. It's time to let so, it go. So anytime I'm up in the middle of the night thinking about that nightmare, I would just remind myself, stop. Yep, we're gonna pack it, it into go. the first podcast and send it out to sea. <laughs> Well, uh, and you know, lie. If they had, if that had been, if I'd been my age now, they probably wouldn't have been quite as rude to me. I think, but you know, I was a young guy, had a giant mound of hair. That's when I had any hair at all, and uh, you know, I was sweaty. I was. People just pick on young people. They, you right. know, old people just they look at them as as easy prey. So it's partly them, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, it was partly them. We part. It was partly that damn. Kim Hunter too. What is oh, I a know. if she's such a classic actress? Why was she doing Planet of the Apes? Exactly, that's not true. I mean, I know that people do. I mean, people need to work and they have to get whatever. And lot you have to admit, you, to them. you did get your revenge on her because remember we went to a party years later in New York and she was there and you threw <laughs> winter coat I, on her. <laughs> By accident. By accident. I swear it was by accident. And then I started to apologize for that, and she recognized 
<laughs> well, she's this tiny little woman, and there were all these coats. She was sitting on this couch, all these coats, and my brother Law throws this coat on top of her and didn't even realize it. Oh, Miss Andrew! I'm sorry! <laughs> You, you? No, it was terrible. But yeah, I did it. Like she did Larry seem David to episode. have a sense of humor, but immediately a bunch of her posse came and whisked her away. Oh, God. I oh, know, right? Unfortunately, she didn't suffocate. Right? That was probably my chance to actually make peace with her. I wonder if I would have if I saw her and I didn't throw my coat on her. <laughs> if it could have turned out differently, uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot all about Perhaps. that. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> was one of the funniest moments of my life. <laughs> but now we are grown-ups, and all that material is ours to feel sorry for ourselves over. Or, and that's the point of the show, to grow from. Right. And the other thing we want to do in each show is talking about survival jobs that mm-hmm. you have to take, like Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Which, now, anyway. Well, I mean, survival we all have jobs. To have you- right. What's that? Sorry. I was, I was <laughs> no, trying to no, shut no, no, up. You go. So no, no, you- no, I insist. No, dear, please. <laughs> well, survival jobs are, you know, you, you've taken them because you've given up on your dreams altogether. Or you're still chasing your dreams, but you need shelter, food, and heat. Right. So let's talk about how to survive survival. Okay. So our current living conditions, Lau, should we describe <laughs> Speaking of survival, speaking of uh, the grapes of well, wrath. We're lucky and we're not lucky. We right. inherited this house from our grandmother with no documents. <laughs> we, the, the house has just has been here, uh, probably built in the early 1900s, right? Oh, I think the yeah, 19th century. And that was the last that had any maintenance done on it. Are <laughs> <laughs> pipes supposed to be lead? I'm just wondering. And... We don't. We it's a it's a house that has always been here and kind of overlooked by everyone. So, yeah. So we live here. We moved in to take care of our grandmother who died, and then we inherited. So it's pretty dire. And if anybody's so, looking for an apartment, that middle <laughs> apartment where she lived and died, and we did find her dead there. Uh, hopefully, it was a matter of weeks and not a matter of days. Or a matter of days, and not a matter of weeks. Um, when we found her. But anyway, um, that apartment is available. But uh, again, cash only. We don't ask for references. We don't anything like that. Because nope. all under cash the table. only. So that's not enough to live on, especially no. with our appetites. <laughs> so we have to have some kind of job. And since La was always a writer, mm-hmm. I was always an actor. I didn't really, I didn't, I, well, let's just say I'm not proud of this, but we kind of didn't graduate uh, high school kind of, we went we went we to high went, school we attended as they say so we don't have a college degree and we have to take what we can get right. I currently flip burgers at Canzanati's Burger Shack mm-hmm. and I dish out ice cream mm-hmm. with a and, bunch of teenagers <laughs> and I also work with a bunch of well young men in their 20s um, cleaning at a very popular department store whose name I cannot mention on the air Right. And we absolutely hate these jobs, but we try to get through each shift with a positive attitude mm-hmm. as we look for something else. Or we try to get through each shift anyway. Yeah. So tell us about the website you found, Locke, because we're going to try to spin this a little. Okay. Well, we found a website called, I found a website called topresume.com, and they've got 10 career success secrets. <laughs> They're secrets. How to excel at work. And there's got to be some ways 
that these can apply even to simple survival jobs. So we're just going to do a few of them for the sake of time and due to our limited experience um, right. with positive and w- spin. And we're going to take them seriously and see if we can apply them yes. to get through our days. So uh, first one is be ready to learn. Okay, lot. Now I can I can address this one because I started this job I am cleaning. I immediately hated it. The general public loves the store and hates, you know, being clean. So, uh leaves a big mess. So I hate my job. I just can't stand it. Anyway, what I have been willing to learn and I'm still learning is how to compartmentalize the things that I have to do so that I'm just focusing my attention solely on getting this done then this done then this not thinking about the whole thing I think about the whole night how much horrible it is and how I want to just get out of here or anything like that I'm a writer (laughs) don't you know who I am (laughs) so um, that is actually helping I'm you know I'm not completely compartmentalized and not completely um, you know wishing the night away but i am actually just focusing on you know the worst part as i have told you many times is cleaning the bathrooms it is just it's just not a job that a human being should have to do there should be like robots or uh, and this is be ready to learn (laughs) well i'm i am learning i'm learning to compartmentalize okay that's good that's good yeah so what about you law flipping the burgers um, I, I gave this a little bit of thought and, um, most of the time I resent being there. I'm like, I'm really ashamed to be 60 some odd years old, right. um, serving ice cream with a bunch of teenagers who know that job so much better than me and right. can mop the floor with me. And, um, what I thought I should try to adopt is their attitude of being, um, optimistic about life, yeah. that this is a stepping stone for them. <laughs> My <laughs> stepping stones are long gone. Your but stepping stones are going down. <laughs> if I forget about that and I just try to go, try to adopt some of their positive attitude, their sense of fun, their, I mean, like, how many, when something, you're that age, pretty much is everything is new and everything mm-hmm. is really funny. and Right. You've seen it all at this age, and you think, oh, my God, I hate that stage of my life. Wait till they end up getting their first abusive boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Of which we've had many. (laughs) Well, who else would have us? Um, But anyway, I I want some of that youthful, positive attitude, and I am trying to let some of that rub off and learn from them. And I I can say that... You know, I've been, I, I had no idea what to say about this until you started talking about communicate well, La. Uh, as I told you, I made a huge, I can communicate well. Because that's the I, second, that's the second thing on the list, by the way. Everybody. Oh, communicate Communi- well, sorry. Yeah. Communicate well is the second thing. Yes, I can communicate well because I have communicated badly before. So when at, I first started that work? job, 60 years old, you know, all these young guys in their 20s, and they were, they're extremely immature and they're extremely obnoxious. And I did the whole, you know, I'm the grown up in the room here. And it j- not backfired is not the word for it. It's like, you know, open fire. They have tormented me every single day, you know, and, I realize now part of communicating well is nonverbal communication, right? I just need to not, at this point, because I have made things so bad for myself, I just need to not respond to their salvos um, and not respond to, you know, when they when they attack me and eventually act like the um, <clears throat> bigger person. And so the, give, 
give me an example. What were they doing? Like they would like call you names, and you, well, you'd call them names back. Well, you know, they would. They, you know, they, I, I would say something. Come on, guys, we need to get this done. And they were, you know, they'd mock me. They'd, you know, they. Some of them just outright confronted me, like, "You're not the boss. You're not the manager here." Um, and they, you, shut up! What did you say? Did you start screaming? At I don't know. Of course, I didn't stop screaming. Well, no, not like that. I'm not. It's not like they were the historical society or something. But I. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, would, I would just get into I would get into you know the back and forth with them and and trading insults and you know boy mm. these kids they know a lot more insults than I do and that's that's they're pretty good um and you know then they started doing little things like they're um you know there was a rumor that they had farted in my lunch and you know, oh put no yes and they put things in my hair I uh, for those of you who don't know what I look like I have uh, no hair on the top of my head but I have a long sort of stringy ponytail because I just I just can't give it up you know and they you know put things in my hair when I didn't know it and I oh my god yeah you know let's let's do a role play I'll be HR and you call me hello HR they're putting things in my hair (laughs) (laughs) is there anything else they did I heard something about your lunch (laughs) they farted on my lunch you're not supposed to be laughing at this. How old are you, sir? I'm just a wee boy of 60. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, this is where you have to lift me up as I'm starting to think. <laughs> Isn't it pathetic? <laughs> it's really pathetic. It's my life. My, give me the, I want the names of those kids. I'm going in there tonight. Yeah. I'm going to kick ass for my brother. <laughs> but anyways, I mean, as far as this is concerned, I think that. I, I have to do some damage control by way of just keeping my mouth shut. Oh, they'll eventually get tired of me, yeah. I hope. They'll get tired of bothering me when they see that I don't respond. It's like being they, when we were right. bullied in schools, the various schools we went to. Right. They definitely, when when they feel they get your goat, it makes them, you know, oh, yeah, go more power. more. Right. So you're going to just communicate well by stopping communication with them. Exactly. Just doing your job. Hmm. What about you, Lon? Communicate well, <laughs> basically. Hi, like a, a double burger. Excuse me? What? <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> what was I, that, Sonny? I know. I, Get off I my can't lawn. I remember anything when they start giving me these orders so fast. So I, it's it's bad. It's bad. So I think what I'm going to, I'm just going to, going to, put my pride away and say right at the start hi may i help you i'm in my 60s and i don't have the best memory so i'm going to ask that you speak slowly so i can make sure to get your order correct and then they just mouth the words to teach (laughs) (laughs) no but is that bad that's my idea just say please i i i I want you to speak slowly Yeah, as long as you don't condescend to them. I mean, yeah, just... so that I can, you know, the, the trick will be so I can get your order exactly right. And you're probably a lot more accurate than the kids are because you do listen to them when you can hear them. I was, Law. <laughs> I really can't remember anymore. <laughs> really can't. It's the kids who save my ass all the time. Oh, it's just the opposite but I, that's, of me. I mean, that's the only thing I can try to okay. do. And then. You know, be nicer to the kids when I work. <laughs> I'm on my break. <laughs> I wish I would trade your kids for mine. Believe me, in a heartbeat. Uh, they're all afraid of me. Uh, well, anyway, right, the last set, one. Go set ahead. goals. Set goals to achieve. Set goals to achieve. Set goals to achieve is the last one. So, 
Well, I can do this one first, Law. I think that setting a goal while you're in a job sometimes means looking for another job. So I have to have my eye on something else. I have to work. This go- this job has yeah. good benefits, and it pays really well by the hour. So that's going to be hard to give up, but I do have to find something else. And unless you know, I sell a book or something that makes me a ton of money, which is not going to happen, um, I have to find something else in the <coughs> labor world that is going to be tolerable because I can't do this for the long term. So I would say the goal to achieve is work hard on on, on trying to get out. I I agree. I mean, my job has no benefits and pays poorly. (laughs) (laughs) You get tips. What about tips? All the the leftovers I can stuff into my grubby pockets. And I appreciate that law. Yeah, but it's the same thing. I mean, we need to just you know, we also have a history of quitting jobs with no backup. Yeah. And then we, so we, we can't do that anymore. So the goal is for both of us to find more appropriate jobs yes. that leave us some space to create in right. whatever way we choose to continue to do that. Right. Because a, a little public service announcement, if you quit a job, you do not get unemployment. Right. You have to be fine. You also have to be at the job for 18 months and... That's 18 a, months. Oh, God. 18 law. months. I know. We're both. <laughs> Am I going to survive? That'll, that'll make me 61. I know. We've been at these jobs for, what is it, 11 days now? <laughs> <laughs> but we have turned over a new leaf as of today, as of this podcast, Law. No, we've been there longer than that. It <sighs> hasn't been 18 months. So, so, so La Tito. One more mm-hmm. thing we should do on this, our first episode, is to give ourselves a little hope about our artistic careers. <laughs> well, Kim Hunter's long dead, <laughs> so she can't You're blackball gonna... me anymore. <laughs> uh, um, how about we do this? Each week, we'll set an artistic goal mm-hmm. each time, and then in our next podcast, we'll see how we did with it. Excellent mm-hmm. idea, Law. So what, what kind of goal can you pull out of the air, brother? We Law? know what, Law. I need to, I realize that in order to stay sane, I need to get writing again, you know? I can't just live my life in limbo, cleaning bathrooms at <clears throat> and, uh, and and think that I'm going to survive, you know, psychiatrically that way, because it's not going to happen. And that it's just, you know, when you're a writer, you're a writer. You have to, you have to get words down, whether it goes anyplace or not. So I am going to write... A monologue for you to use at auditions. Something so that they're not oh hearing the same thing over and over again. Something absolutely original that they've never heard before. And even if you don't wind up using it at auditions, you can use it to uh, rehearse. Um, that sounds good. I mean, I, I think my goal will be to learn that monologue and mm-hmm. just try to... I think that I lost any <laughs> joy I had for acting... Over the years, because mm-hmm. it got so much about finding another job, finding another job. Right. Oh my God, there's a, you know, that, that the actual joy in it. So I think I'm going to try to learn Law's monologue mm-hmm. and uh, just try to, like those young kids I work with, find a little optimism and, and, um, Joy in what I what originally decided. What I was, uh, <gasps> sorry, I had a seizure. I forgot to tell everybody. <laughs> I had an impulse that I stopped right good there. Good boy, good boy. Right? Law. See, I can it, learn. You can change. You can. You're you get the point. I'll take the monologue seriously, mm-hmm. 
and I'll try to use it to and have a little fun. And good. And who knows you better than I do, La? I mean, we're twins. I don't for, know. For the love of God. <laughs> The roaches downstairs here pretty well. <laughs> well, at least you have some friends. There's more than I have. So I'm your friend, La? I know. You're the best friend a, a boy could ask for, and you're the reason why I survived this long, La, or survived That's that right. family. Oh, so, we'll talk about our family we soon. We certainly will. But you, you've gotten a little whiff. <laughs> you got a little whiff of them <laughs> already. Of so, his lunch. I hope you didn't eat it. Gets worse. Um. So anyways, the, for next week, we would like you to email us any questions that you want answered on our future podcast, and we will put our two brilliant minds together, together with our decades of experience, and uh, we'll try to address them. Absolutely no math, though. No, no math. No <laughs> math questions. Yeah, no relationship um, advice, because... Uh, uh, oh, we're good. No, please. Send, we're really good at giving relationship well, advice. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> we can't take it, and <laughs> we don't need it. <laughs> currently currently single how's that possible i don't know we have so much to offer <laughs> well anyway la that's it for this week thanks everybody for tuning in to our podcast half alive and i will we will see you next week love you la loves you